I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, hello there. I'm Grace Kelly Miller, and you're listening to the No Small Roles podcast. Fun fact, both episodes one and two were originally intended to be unpublished session zeros tester games that would never see the light of day, where we would all have the chance to explore playing our creatively concocted characters. Oh, I just love alliteration. But most importantly, it was an opportunity to get to grips with a most fearsome and mind-boggling foe called Technology. Terrifying. As it turns out, these games were rather good fun and worked pretty well. So, Dear listener, you get to hear them after all. I know. However, we, the No Small Roles cast, do ask you to be so kind as to forgive any stumbles whilst we're still finding our feet. After all, we're just a group of humans pretending to inhabit a magical world where our fates depend on the roll of a dice. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we love playing. David, over to you. Hello and welcome to Session Zero, Part 1 of No Small Roles. It's a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, just big, bold choices. I'm David Knight, uh, he, him, actor, writer and composer. I'll be your DM. And today I've got three of our players who are all chomping at the bit, I can see, uh, to start playing. So I might as well just let them introduce themselves. Uh, We've not rolled initiative for this or anything, but Vicky, why don't you go first? Hi, I'm Vicky. Vicky Gaskin. I use she and her pronouns and I'm a performer. I specialise in a lot of movement and creature-based performance. Um, but I also run Open Book and Open Bar Theatre Company. Yay! Yes. And we love all of these guys. Um, <laughs> and I also, I write and perform sketch comedy. So yeah, lots of fingers in lots of pies. That'll be fun next year. Um, and <laughs> I will be playing Juna Septhorn, who also uses female pronouns. Very exciting. Uh, boys, who wants to take it next? I'll let you fight it out. Ben, after you, mate. Thank you very much, Daryl. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Ben Galpin. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, I'm an actor. I'm also occasionally have been known to be a chemist and web designer and editor and, I don't know, other stuff. I'm playing Orin Quill, uh, who also uses male pronouns. I'm Daryl Bailey, he, him pronouns. Uh, also an actor. And martial artist, um, disciple of Jeet Kune Do. And uh, I will be playing Inki Dukai, who also uses he, him pronouns. Nice. Um, so we've all played a bit of the D before, but for anyone listening, 
basically the game is a communal storytelling thing with dice rolling to determine uh, any character's success or failure um, the story goes where the characters lead it and the difference between uh, saving the world and dying horribly is normally down to the results of a dice roll <laughs> uh, this is just a session zero uh, so it's really just for everyone here to get to grips with their characters before the story uh, starts properly and for you three the, our game is set in the region of El Timpir I've obviously already talked through a little bit with, the, with you guys before in your character creations the game starts in the country of Dravain uh, and even more specifically for you three it starts in the Lockholt Wood which is a large overgrown forest with lots of hidden secrets uh, dangerous creatures and you've actually yet to meet each other but before you do that cue the theme tune Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades Passing through the Lockholt Wood on your way to Tillisham, you have each fallen for the same trap. A human woman, copper hair, freckled face, in a panic, has asked for your help whilst you're uh, like, travelling along the road. She says, my wife, she says, she went after our little puppy and he ran into a cave and neither of them has come out again. She's clearly distressed uh, and each separately, you've agreed to join her briefly in the search and enter the gloomy cave nearby. Uh, with the woman following closely behind. After winding through seemingly endless dark tunnels, you were caught completely unawares and knocked unconscious. Oh, no. Yep. Um, right. Who's got the highest constitution? Just, what's your constitution scores? Uh, plus two. Plus three. Plus three. Wow. Plus two. Plus two. In which case, Junus Septhorn, you are the first person to wake up in the darkness. Oh, oh no, my head's so sore. Oh, what what just happened? Um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, young men. You alive? So yeah, there are two other bodies uh, on the floor beside you. Um, It's quite dark. I don't know if you have dark vision. I do have dark vision. Uh, Dark vision, in which case you're absolutely fine. You see them. Yeah, you realise that you're in like, um, like a tiny little space in in this cave not where you were when you when you fell unconscious um having a very quick like scan of the room uh you can see your own bag 
has been completely emptied out on the ground. Um, but there's a, a couple of other bags which you assume belong to these these other two bodies on the ground as well. Do I have my uh, my staff with me, my walking stick? Uh, yeah, it's in amongst all of your stuff there. It's just been sort of thrown aside. Oh, I uh, I just sort of like sort of draggy crawl my way over and get my get my stick and sort of. Um, excuse me. Hello, hello, young men. Uh, who would you uh, like to poke? Uh, actually, if um, you could, um, Orin and Nkidukai, if you could both uh, describe what your characters look like. Nkidu, if you go first. Sure. Um, so um, Nkidu is uh, a human. Um, he has dark skin. He's about uh, 5'10 in height. Um, he's kind of lean. He has short grey hair. Um, yeah, he's kind of like a round, round features. He's got um he's got like a long black coat with a fur hood, um, black boots, um, kind of fingerless gloves, kind of looking military esque. And he carries a shimitar um strapped to his back. Yeah, that's that's a basic description of him there. Yeah. So he's lying he's lying in uh in the dirt on one side and on the other side. Yeah. Um, there's a, a fairly young looking human, um, short, much shorter than Nkidukai, about five foot tall, uh, five foot tall, um, quite slight as well. Uh, he's got sort of dusty blonde, unkept, unkempt looking hair. Um, he's wearing, uh, like a leather sort of waistcoaty sort of armor sort of, uh, type thing, um, Got sort of various tools and things strapped around around his body, uh, assuming they've not been removed. I'm not sure. Mm, some of them have been like sort of taken off and like dropped around you, but yeah, they're all cool. mostly there. And almost like a sort of a brace on one of his legs as well. I'm gonna wait one of them up, but can I can I just do a like an arcana check first of all? Yeah, what for? Mm. Just to like see if I don't know how much I should say or how much I shouldn't say. Just to see if there's seven stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. Do a do an arcana check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, that's quite high. Um, so yeah, like that's that's all fairly innate within you. So you can tell quite instantly that that's nothing. Cool. That's like this is an entirely separate thing. But also being an eighteen, um, you do get a brief like sort of flash of of this woman muttering something just before you fell unconscious. It was quite quick, mm. uh, but clearly. She had cast a spell or used some sort of magical essencey thing to knock you all out. Uh, because you don't feel mm. like, especially now that you've woken up, you don't feel hurt at all. Whoever is nearest me, I'm just going to be like, um, prod with my stick with the amethyst end. Young man, you there. I think maybe uh, in Kidu Kai, just because I feel like you won't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. Excuse me. Oi, young man. Uh, uh, young I, man. I feel... Does uh, this, um, this wake me? Yeah, 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 it does. Okay, fine, Are yeah. you alive? Uh, Are you alive? Yeah. Are you okay? I quickly roll off my back, try to whip the shimitar as quickly as I can and just swing it around me like, what the... <sighs> just totally surprised to be like, what What the hell is this? You, you, where is this? Who, who, who am I? Who are you? Are you that? I'm, 
Oldest trick in the I'm, bloody I'm book. Ju- I'm Juna. I'm Juna. I'm a, I'm a friend. I think what's happened to us is is uh, the late the, there was like a lady who was like uh, getting us to sort out our puppy and and she muttered some some magic of some sort and and I feel like uh like like she's tricked us maybe. Oh, bloody hell! And, and now we're a bit trapped. So I think I I I think maybe we need to get out of here. Uh, where are can we? You, can you see noises? where we are? No. Can you see around you, young man? See. No, I can't see. Um, we we seem see. to I be... I can't see you. Uh, well, I tell you what, here's my hand. Feel my hand. <sighs> I'm Juna. Um, I'm Juna. Like, okay. Nice to meet you. What's your name, young man? Enkidu. It's, it's nice to meet you, Enkidu. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, if you just take my hand, we're gonna. I'm gonna go and poke this other young man over here. There's uh, and make sure else. there's somebody else. He's he's just on the floor over here, and I sort of where? softly. You uh, keep saying here, pull. but I don't see where you're. T- I I softly to, like. like pull your hand and be like, just follow me over here, and just <sighs> I, I put your hand on uh, on Orin's arm and poke him uh, with my stick. Excuse me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Ow. Excuse me. Ow. What um, you? What? Uh, um, um, hello. Hello. Are you alive? Yeah, I think so. Oh, what, gosh, I mean, she got you as well. <laughs> what, it, what? Hang on. Um, the old hag from outside. What? She said something about a puppy or something. I mean, I mean, she wasn't very nice, but I, I don't uh, take kindly to the word hag. Uh, <sighs> I find it quite offensive to, to the elderly. Right. Um, right, hang on, hang on one sec. But um, I, I do acknowledge that that she was not a very nice lady. Um, damn it. Uh, DM, mm-hmm. do I have any of my tinker's tools or thieves' tools upon my person currently? Mm, I mean, you'd know exactly where they are on your, like, sort of in your pouches and things. Yeah. Um, and sort of, you find bits of them. Uh, yeah. But like having like a quick scrabble around in the dirt. Um, yeah, you manage to find like the rest of like the pieces that you're after. Um, you like your backpack, and that has is definitely off of you. Um, and Juna, you can see that, like I said before, some of the bags yeah. have been like strewn around the place. Um, so yeah, you don't have that with you, but you do have a, a set of tools on you. Cool. Are okay. these bags oh. yours? Uh, Hang on, there's... I can't see a thing currently. Um, um, well, hold there one sec. I shall I go and have a look in? I'm gonna go and have a look in your bags then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, wait, hang on, one sec before you start looking around my bags. Hang on, I can, I can make this a bit better, and then I'm gonna pull out like a little bit of phosphorus from one of my pouches and just mm-hmm. rub it on something I find, a stone or something, mm-hmm. and the stone will illuminate with a with a slight glow, illuminating sort of around ten foot around me. Amazing, and like that ten foot is just enough to to fill the sort of little narrow end of a corridor that you find yourself in. Um, there's uh, a lot of broken rocks around you and yeah all, all three of you see quite clearly now like sort of the piles of your stuff that like your bags have just been turfed out um and like sort of clearly somebody's rummaged through them uh, a lot of it seems to be there but the uh it's it's, it's quite cold where you are like the the, the gray stone walls are really not inviting and it is nowhere near where you were wandering through before None of you recognise this as where you were knocked out. I do not recognise this as where I was knocked out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say exactly the same as you. I've got no, no idea where this is. What is this like a cave? 
I think so. What's above us? Guys, look up. Is there um, a hole? Is fall down here? No, no, anyone, no. It's, is um, anyone injured? It's just the the ceiling. Like it's it's probably about sort of eight nine foot up. So fairly sort of it feels fairly claustrophobic, but. Um, Essentially, there's like one route out. It's like you've been dragged into a corner somewhere. I don't know what happened to you two, but I was wandering through the woods and went out to help uh, this lady, and now I might end up in here. Yeah, were you looking for her, were for her wife's puppy? Yeah. Yeah, was yeah he was doing the same. He was doing uh, the same. Obviously, lies. Well, we're not going to figure this out by staying here. I'm going to walk oh. ahead. You can right, okay. You Let's... Grab all our bits, shall we? I follow behind, uh, not fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was going to say, are, are you grabbing your, your stuff from the floor first? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you start collecting it, um, you do realise quite quickly that there is stuff missing. All three of you, though, I'm not a fan. manage to find all of your gold. That's fine. That's not. That's not saying much in my no, case. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, little coin pouches, absolutely fine. You find those like sort of just thrown aside. Um, anything that looks like particularly fancy in your bags or like that almost has like a, a sentimental value, that's all there. The only thing that you realise is missing uh, is any food that you were carrying, any water that you had on you, and any um, like healing items like a herbalism kit oh. any potions that you might have had all of those are gone um but the rest of your stuff hasn't been touched um i i am I'm, I'm missing something quite peculiar actually my uh my my herbalism kit is gone and uh and, and actually uh, now you come to say that yeah. my healer's kit's gone as well no yeah. i didn't have anything of the sort so everything i have is fine Oh, yeah. I'm I'm happy for you. I mean, it's it's not my most valued possession, and I just would hope that she really needed it. You know. So your herbalist kit is it edible? No. I mean, my healer's kit's not edible. I'll tell you that for a fact. It's got like bandages and stuff in. Right. Um, Did she appear injured when she, when you saw this woman? Were you with her for very long? Uh, I mean, I just followed her into this cave to help her look for a puppy. If I'm being honest, I thought. Gosh, I didn't. I didn't think I looked like the type of person who would be much cop finding a little puppy in a in a cave. But I guess, I guess that's uh, that's what gnomes are good for. That kind of stuff, even when you're my age, you know. Uh, that's a good point, Juno. Have you you have not described yourself yet? Yeah, I, we, I have not. Can we hear what, what Juno sounds what like? Yeah. So yeah. Juno is a, a tiny little three foot tall gnome lady. Oh, um, ancient. She's yeah. At least a hundred years old, uh, <gasps> tiny, Gosh. shriveled, um, but like uh, sprightlyish, stout, um, mm-hmm. with a bit of a glint in her eye and a sort of a wry smile. Um, okay. And she's sort of uh, she's got quite loose, roby, a little bit shabby clothes on, uh, and a quarter staff with a sort of a large round amethyst it's like a purple gem on the end of it um oh. yeah she's not the neatest old lady but she's oh. sort of she's sturdy enough <laughs> i like her already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i i i think and and kidu that that you're right i think we should get out of here you know uh yeah absolutely i, f- I think that's a good idea 
Um, I guess my question is, where's this lady that what did this? And... Why didn't she kill us if she had the opportunity Whoa. to knock us out? Well, think about it. She had the chance to knock us out, all three of us, lure us into this place and not kill us. She took things that weren't of much value but left us alive. So, do you think? Do you think she's still around? Else? Do you think she's in this cave network or something? Should we I mean, find that's... her? Should we find her? I mean, I, I don't think know. We if should I... escape first. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about finding her. I mean, she's knocked us all out already. I mean, I guess it'd be nice to get our stuff back, though. I'd rather escape first. Something about something tells me this woman is dangerous. I mean, she had the same excuse for all three of us. Who's to say that she hasn't done this to others in the past? Maybe we should just leave. That's true. Can I can I have a look around to see if there's like any evidence of other people having been here before? Yeah, make a make an investigation check or a survival check, depending on what it is you're looking for. I'm gonna sort of look around to see if there's other bits of stuff that none of us recognise, I guess, and mm. kind of have a have an investigate, if I may. Yes, absolutely. Oh, natural nineteen plus six twenty five. <gasps> so um Wow. Interestingly, not, not in the corner that you are. Um, you sort of take a few like steps down the down the. I'm gonna say the corridor. We don't really get corridors in caves, do you? Um, <laughs> but like down down the little road, down the pass road, down the path, and it's quite it is quite narrow this this spot as well. So um, you sort of squeeze through one one section um, and like sort of peer around, and there is another little alcove um, with somebody else lying there um however in, in just sort of like edging around you can tell very quickly that this person has been dead for quite a while mm. um I, I think i found someone who's not in such a good state um no yeah i'll go and search the body mm-hmm. and see what i what the what he or she has on them yeah so um Again, it's almost like a, a very similar state to the to the, the way that you found yourselves. Uh, this person um, is like a, a, a half-elf with, with sort of shaved sides of her head. Um, she's got that withered look of a body that's been, been dead maybe a month. Mm. And uh, around her person, like she had a backpack clearly that's again been strewn around. But there's no, there's no food, there's no water. Um, you do find a short bow beside her with, with there's five arrows there again very obvious just laid out um mm-hmm. uh, and and about a small coin purse that had uh, six gold pieces in it um sure. the only the only difference that you can sort of tell between this woman and another one is that clearly as she's been knocked out um there was a little bit of bleeding um so she might have bled out as uh, as she was unconscious Right. And she's definitely dead. Definitely, definitely dead. Cool. Right. Can I tell tell the cause of death? Uh, make a medicine check. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, just ten. Ten. Um. Yeah. You assume it's. You can't quite tell where. Like, there's dried blood around her sort of head area where she's been lying there. Wow. You can't quite tell whether or not that's. That's from a, a head wound, like a stab wound, like something, especially mm-hmm. with the state that the body's in already. Um, yeah. But clearly she bled out um, while she was unconscious, nice. is what you what you can surmise. Well, I think we were the lucky ones. Um, are there any creatures in this cave? Like, even, like, insects and stuff? 
Make a make a survival check. Twelve. Twelve. So you have a look around. There actually aren't that many like small insecty things. Um, even with the dead bodies, you'd sort of expect to find some like maggots, flies, like that kind of thing. There's none of that near her. Um, you do hear a very very distant like it's like a strangled chicken noise as you like stop to listen and look around uh, mm-hmm. yeah sort of really far off in the cave but because of the way it's mm-hmm. all echoing through through little channels you can't tell exactly where it's coming from right i think maybe what? we go that way boys what towards that strangled towards, chicken thing yeah <laughs> i think that's the right idea yes i'd rather meet this thing head on rather than stay and wait for it to pick us off yeah yeah, I mean, we don't want to end up like this bloke. No. Um, I, I take the gold coins. Yeah, amazing. You're taking that? Six gold pieces. I, I, nice I, looking I bow. Give en- I give Enkidu a wink like that. <laughs> um, I chuck Juna, um, like, I well, I don't chuck him. I give I give Juna three of them. So. I put them back in his hand, give him a little, oh, like, right. chop, chop on the cheek and say, you spend that wisely, young man. You spend that wisely. <sighs> Fine. Um, I I I kind of tip my head to Orin because I don't know his name. Says, "Hey, you there? Do you do you know how to use a bow and arrow? Can you fight?" Yeah, I reckon I I might be able to figure something out with that. Uh, well, maybe this will be of better use to you than this, than our friend in the corner over here. I I uh, take the crossbow off Enkidu uh, and uh, fire a shot. Um, at some like is if there's anything around like quite specific, I sort of fire it in a like you I can use one of these kind of manner. Um yeah, <laughs> make, make, a, make, a, a, make a short bow. Make an attack bow? row with a with a short bow. Oh short bow. Yeah. Uh I, what what do it do I add anything? So D twenty plus your uh dexterity. So I got uh seventeen. Seventeen. And are you wow. proficient with short bows? Yeah. There's another plus two then. That's a 19. So, yeah, quite easily. Oh, no. no, sorry, not short bow, crossbow. Ah, right. Um, so, it's just 17, even with the 17. It's, it's a simple yeah. weapon, I've just looked it up. I was going to say. So, if yeah. you're proficient with simple weapons, you'll be all right. right. But, no. So, just to be clear, Juna has her own crossbow because the body had the short bow. No, no, no. I don't have a crossbow. I'm proficient in crossbow. Um, oh, but, right. No, she but took the, the idea of me taking it was like, don't, don't you, don't you uh, assume yeah. that I can't use a bow just because <laughs> I'm an old lady? Yeah, and like, and she is like, 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 is this weird like, um, like sudden confidence that comes over her that like okay. she stands up a little bit like she's only three foot, but she stands up that little bit taller. Like the posture is mm. exactly correct for firing a short bow. Um, mm-hmm. Hits a sort of like a brick. Uh, like a, a sticking out piece of, uh, of rock on the wall and like knocks it clean off. Um, mm. And like almost straight away, like sort of goes back into old lady mode. Um, and I give it, just give it back and like start just walking on my way. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving them okay, to it. No. And I'm, I'm I have to say it, that's like, very impressive. I know. And I'm standing uh, there like, well, I assumed you were some sort of mage, but hey, it's there if anyone wants it. I already have one of these myself. So, um, I'm, I'll I'll pick it up and I'll 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 carry it over to Juna. To sort of say, look, you clearly know how to use this thing. Do you do you want to keep it? I do the same. Chuchi on his cheek and go. You keep it, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
gosh. Well, Orin, you've got a, you've got a short bow and five arrows. I don't know how I feel about her. <laughs> wow. Short bow and five short arrows. Short bow and five yeah. arrows. Yeah, you go and pick up the one that um, the Yeah, I'll go and fires. grab that yeah. arrow, assuming it's not broken. It's not, it's not. It's, um, it was a really deft shot, so... Uh, yeah, very impressive. Um, I'll, just, I'll just give it a little nod of acknowledgement again. Flukishly better than it probably should have been. <laughs> the intended effect was had. Juno's <laughs> like, Love it. well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> like, okay, let me <laughs> walk away before they ask me to do it again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, you start making your way. To, are you heading towards the noise, away from the noise? I would like to go towards the noise. Towards I think the I, noise. Yeah, so I. I um I start walking off, but not so confidently that my mind couldn't be changed. Mm-hmm. So there are there are quite a few different like forks and uh, in the path that you're winding and weaving your way through. Um, every so often you do come across another body, um, but uh, like ultimately like you keep hearing this like screechy noise um, until you come. Um, to uh, a little like a, a three-way fork as it were I say three-way four-way you're in like a little chamber with three other roots out of it um, and like that strangled noise comes through again uh, from from the path directly opposite I, I go to walk down it again like not so confidently that if someone said hey like I don't want to yeah. go that way I wouldn't have my mind changed but I'm just sort of mm. like plodding off um well, one, one sec, one sec, before you... I mean, is the like, can we have a quick look down these two? Like, is there any light or anything coming from either of these? Make a, make a survival check. Uh, ten. Ten. Um, so, they, no, it's still quite dark where you are, and especially where you've been carrying that little stone with you. Um, sort of like... Uh, do you know when you've got a torch that you're like you, when your eyes can't quite adjust to the darkness outside because of the light being too close to you? Yeah. You've sort of got that going on. Um, yeah, it doesn't make much light. My little no. is just a little. So like enough but that you can see like the extra pathways and things, but not like that yeah. you can see further down. But um, you do get a um, sort of a slight glimpse of some like not foliage, but some plant life uh, down one of the other uh, roots. Yeah, it's sort of like like mushroom, like mushroomy type like... things. Like um, they they just, they just look grey, but like against the against the stonework, like they they're quite instantly obvious as like a different texture. Okay, mm. there's some like mm. mushrooms or something over there. So there's sun. So there's sunlight coming in from that direction, right? Could be an exit. Uh, I don't know if mushrooms always need sunlight. No, but if there's other plant life around it. Oh right, okay, yeah. Shrubbery and whatnot. Well, we can't see from here, can we? I'm not. I, I can don't I, know about I you see, two, but can I can't I see, see down any further. I can't see anything. With, um, um, you can, yeah, because you can see sixty foot, can't you? Um, yeah. So yeah, you can see a little bit further in that, like the uh, that route opens up a bit more, uh, and it does look like it's a, there's a wider chamber further toward the mushrooms. But like, or like your vision, even then, like it, it, the 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 path like curves around, so you. you your view is blocked almost by more stone. So you'd have to go down to see whether or not it's a way out. But um, you can see that it does open up a little bit. It seems to, to widen. And what about the right. path with the sound coming from it? What does that look like? That again, that sort of um, weaves a little bit and it's, 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 all, it's almost straight ahead, but like it weaves one way and then back again. So you, you get like a slight glimpse. Um, 
Make a make a perception check for that one. Oh, Jesus. Natural <laughs> yes, one. Natural one. Yes. <laughs> Wait, first natural one. <laughs> um, first no, one. you don't. Like just as you turn to really? just as you turn to hear it, you just hear that like even louder, like even closer. So you're like, oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, guys, okay. so which way? Do we follow the sound or do we head towards where there's some semblance of life? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we're going to go towards the sound, can I suggest that we just try and move a little bit, you know, subtly? Okay, then how about this? We have a formation. Obviously, our, uh, our halfling friend can see in the dark or the two of us um, cannot. Um, um, I mean, I, I think I'm, she's a gnome, I'm, mate. I'm not a halfling. I'm a gnome. Apologies, I'm not met. Half, halflings, halflings would love to love to have seen the things I've seen and be the age I am, darling. But I'm a gnome. Okay, it's, it's it's the ears. I just muttered quietly to Mickey. And I just kind of turned. It was just like, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> I did not hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, would you mind leading the way? Yes. And then. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. You do follow me, my love. Right. Um, I I kind of feel like I feel like I should know your names before we <laughs> go any further oh. through. I, with I'm I'm Juna, my love. I'm Juna. Juna Septhorn. Yes. Juna mm. Septhorn. Not nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, what's your my name? name, my darling? Uh, oh, I'm I'm Orin. Orin Quill. Orin. Okay. Yeah. My name is Enkidu. Enkidu. All right, okay, there we go. For some reason, that makes me feel a bit better about whatever's about to where, go down. Where are you two young lads from, may I ask? Where have you, been, where have you come from? Oh, uh, I'm, from, I'm from down south, from south of here. Yeah. Southern lad. Yeah. How, how about you? you uh... I, uh, very good question. It'll come to me, it'll come to me. <laughs> That's all right. Don't you know? Don't stress about it. It's all right. I've been, I've been, I've been working I don't up have a map. at one of the one of the houses up in. It'll come to me. Don't, oh, don't <laughs> I didn't realise I'd ask such a hard question. I thought that I thought that was an easy one. I, I've been I've been I've been working up in Pryden, really lovely. In where? Pryden. Oh, Pry- I, what? I thought you said Croydon. I was like, what? <laughs> it's I, think, I, think <laughs> <Croydon>. <laughs> I tell you what, if she was living in Croydon, I would be on point. I'd be able to tell you where she went clubbing in the mid noughties and everything. <laughs> I, I would feel so at home if she was from Croydon. <laughs> yeah, so right, actually. I'd be like, wow. She'd sound a bit different. <laughs> this though. is something I know. She'd have a bit of a different attitude to life if she was from Croydon. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Enkidu, yeah, you'd probably know about Pride, and it's it's sort of on the edge of the oh. the Iron Chain of mountains. Oh right, yeah. So okay. um, whether or not you've been there, that's up to you. Uh, but it's yeah, you know you're aware of it on the map at least. Um, yeah, Orin, okay. I'm not so sure whether or not you would know it. Probably not got a clue. Probably not got a clue. <laughs> nope. Um, sounds very nice. Sounds like Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Pride Den. What about what about what about what about you, Enkidu? Where have you been? Where have you? Where, where did you get caught up in this from, my lovely? I'm from far to the south. Far to the south. I guess. Yeah. Ooh. 
two southern lads. Uh, which which direction are you heading? Toward the mushrooms? Toward the uh, the strangled noises? The other direction? I, I I I think we should follow this strangled noise. Uh, what do you What do you boys think? It's fun. This yeah, thing I'm first. Quite curious. I'm I'm happy to follow it. As I say, I think we should just be a bit quiet, like while we go down that way. Try not to make too much noise. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. In which case, do you want to make a stealth check? Do you want to move stealthily? I would love yeah. to move stealthily. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, if you could all make a, a stealth check then, please. And this is my proficiency. Okay. Uh, yeah. Plus stealth. Seven. Sixteen. Oh, seven. Wow, oh, Gina. Yeah, I had a plus six, but I only... Uh, plus five, <laughs> but I only got a two. It's really... It's confident. my proficiency and it's my... Fuck, it's still got an eight. Eight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's still really good for you too, and you rolled terribly. It is, it is. It's yeah. one of my yes. chosen skills. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're the stealth one. party, and yeah, and yeah. Clump, 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 clump. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, um, so Orin, like, you start going like super stealth, like you, you, you're like hugging the walls almost. You turn off your little. Do you turn off your little light, or at least like you? I will. You, like, if it's completely pitch black, I won't be able to. So I'll, I'll need to keep it. On me, but I'll just need to. Co- I'll just sort of cover, cover it, it in a bit of. Um, and it's in covering it that then in Kidu, he can't really see what he's doing, so he starts tripping over all of the rocks in the way, right. like yeah. banging and clattering as he goes. Uh, and Juna mm. just decides to try and help him rather than stay like stealthy. So Orin is almost like, <laughs> yeah, sneaking ahead, and the other two are just fumbling about behind you. Mm. Um, however, as you are, you are you all right, young man? You, are you okay? Um, just, just. Just, uh, it's just dark. You're right. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Let's, let's just keep moving. He's, he's clearly embarrassed. By this. <laughs> <laughs> As you sort of edge down this this little pathway, though, um, you round your like the sort of wean from wind uh, around a corner, um, and even with that little bit of light, Orin, like sort of, you can see that it it opens up into an enclosed room, um, and Juno, you catch more of a glimpse of it than the others do. Uh, but there are three or four people stood there, mm. all like separated out around the room, oh. not moving. So that's that's not where the noise is coming from. Well, and then as you're sort of like stood there in the entryway of this little chamber, you do hear like a ah! horrible, horrible noise just coming from the other side of it. Can I see anything or just hear it? Mm, make a perception check. Ten. 10 um yeah i'll give you that like just through the glimpse of as you're looking like looking at these like unmoving people um and it's quite hard to tell with any real light because with dark vision you really only see in like gray scale um so everything looks gray and all of these statues statues all of these people look uh like statues they They look like stone um but like through the um through the legs of one of them you do catch a slight glimpse of it looks sort of chickeny it looks a little bit like a lizard it's like just like a a really shriveled chicken that someone's plucked all the other of the feathers out of it um And yeah, and it's like and it's like a little tufts of plumage on its head, but it like its its little eyes are like darting about, and it does catch sight of all of you. Uh, it's not mo- really moving; it's just making like noises. However, with uh, with like as you sort of look at it even more, you see that it sort of stood in a little circle of rocks. Uh, it's like a little nest 
just where it is. Does it look like it can't get out or it could get out? Looks like it could get out. Looks quite defensive. Can I? I was going to do something way more sensible and useful. Um, but can I just sort of... Uh, sort of across the cave... Uh, I have speak with small beasts. Um, so could I... Uh, <laughs> like talk chicken lizard to it and see if it replies <laughs> without any warning to Enkidu or Orin um, you can certainly try is the phrase um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say to it I would like to say to it um, uh, we're, we're friends we want to know what's going on can we approach you but it comes out as <laughs> Once again, Enkidu whips out his blade and goes, What the bloody yeah. hell is that? Um, Orin just sort of shakes his head and goes, So much for stealth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so surprised, like, what? As, as you do, um, this little, like, little chickadee thing, like, just starts running over to you and, like, beak out, like, claws, like, uh, like flapping its tiny little disgusting scaly wings um, and it just launches at you. Can you roll initiative, please? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yes! Yeah, that's, that's, oh, a, that's Guys, there's a chance we might still be friends with the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> chicken. I mean, the chicken. thing about a cockatrice is that it's it's not a beast, so it didn't really understand oh. what was happening. Cool. So like, it didn't even understand Didn't me. understand. It was just yeah. like, oh, okay. someone's attacking me. Brilliant. I got a natural 20! Hey. So did I. Well done, Who's got higher dexterity out of the two of you? Um, Juna, I think. I got plus three. Oh, so you called Juna, then yeah. goes first, then Enkidu. Um, what did you get, Orin? I rolled a six. Six. Okay, I thought I was doing bad with an eight, but... No. <laughs> nice. Uh, in which case... Uh, yeah, Juna, this uh, this little oh lizardy, chickeny thing uh, is running at you. It's like it starts flapping in, in, into your face. What are you doing? It's still it's still probably about fifteen feet off from you. How like how big and dangerous does it look? Because that will really affect. Oh, it's it's too. quite small. It, it's it's probably the size of a small dog. Okay, like it's not bits... like super super scary and dangerous. No, but... like bigger than a chicken, but um, but smaller <laughs> than. Yeah, smaller than a dog. Smaller than a lamb. Okay, in that case. Mm. <laughs> Cat. Cat size. Cat size. Cat size. Cat size. Um, I'm trying to think of an animal that's between too, a chicken and like, a dog. Uh, <laughs> Goats. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the how scale, isn't it? Dog, from, how far away is it, did you say? Uh, probably about 15 feet. I think it's a bit bold for Juna, but I think she's in the dark, so it's okay. Mm. Um, she's going to do chill touch. Chill touch, amazing. So, um, yeah, so, so I think... To describe what's happening, I think she holds out her hand, and then a chill touch hand kind of comes out of her hand, mm. and just sort of like I, the aim is that her, the, the chill touch hand is gonna like grab hold of the chicken cockatrice round the neck, and yeah. give it a good oh seeing to. Amazing. Well, do I have to roll for that, or do you roll for that? On a hit, it takes damage, so no, I have to attack you with it. Cool, cool, cool. In that case, uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three definitely hits. Mm. Yeah. Um, what does so, it do? Uh, it's a 1d8 necrotic damage. And it can't regain hit points until the start of its next turn. It's not undead, is it? I'm no. assuming. No, no, no. Okay. 
I mean, it looks uh, like it should be, but it's, it's just disgusting. <laughs> and I don't, like, add anything to my spell, like, with weapons and mm, stuff. No, no, no. Great. Then eight damage. Eight damage? Amazing. Eight damage and a bit of sass. Um, and then with chill touch, nice. yeah, so it can't regain hit points. Until its next turn. Cool. Amazing. Um, Enkidu, yes. are you moving anywhere, Juna? Are you going to step back? Are you going to... Can I step back with my arms out, like, to be, like... Like sort of lean back with the boys. Yeah, like 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 <laughs> soccer mum, like protective. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, Enkidu, you're um, up. Can I see? Can I see anything? Um, yeah, with um, with Orin's uh, little lightstone. All right. Like I can imagine, like as you've <laughs> as June has made this horrible, horrible <laughs> noise, that like, he's just like pulled it out that little bit more to be like, what is happening? Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll take the little cover off it and be like, yeah. so yeah, you you just see this chickeny thing like coming out of the darkness right. at you, at, at the three of you, um, uh, and yeah, then Juno like this little skeletal hand like launching out of her own and is grabbing this thing by the oh neck. It's, it's all very strange. Okay, um, like I kind of shake my head, like kind of get myself into battle mode. Um, I point my shimitar at it. And I rub my fingers along its hedge and cast Hexblade's Curse on it. Ooh, nice. As my Ooh. bonus. <laughs> um, yeah. And as my action, I'm going to cast... I'm going to let you guys guess. Eldritch Blast. Blast. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we have a warlock in the party. <laughs> I'm going to catch Eldritch Blast. Oh, that is a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, very nice. Yep, that hits. Um, so that's a 1d12. Ooh! Can't believe how cheap this ability is. I know. Seeing a few things. Sadra, uh. <laughs> <laughs> 1d12. That, that is a 1. That is, <laughs> that is a 1. That's horrendous. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I shoot this puny, like, little <laughs> shock of. Energy, eldritch energy to this thing, and I kind of, kind of like <coughs> give a little cough <laughs> as it leaves my hand. It's like uh, out of practice. <laughs> uh, what color? What color is your? Does your magic like manifest as? Um, I was thinking like a pale green. Pale green. Oh, cool. So like, mm, yeah. Because obviously the the two humans in the party Good haven't shame. quite seen the full extent of like all of these like people in the room. You do with this like yeah. greenish light suddenly see these four sort of still stone people uh, mm. sort of lit up uh, mm. but yeah like you, you blast it hits the it hits the cockatrice but it's it doesn't slow it down just yet um, it carries on flying towards you uh, and Juna is as you're the one that's sort of for all it knows you're the one that's threatening it you've shouted weird things toward it you've grabbed it by the neck <laughs> uh, so it's just going to run at you um, sort of flapping its little wings um right up into your face uh, and like claws out uh, and it rolls a 16 to hit you does that hit you does hit cool does hit. in which case like as it's like flying at you its beak just like clamps down onto your shoulder um, can you make a oh first of all you take three piercing damage and then can you make a constitution <laughs> saving throw please constitution Whoa. saving throw uh, 17 oh yeah you're fine um, so you, yeah, you feel like its little claws, uh, like sort of scratching at your chest, and like its beak, like pecking away at you. Um, and you get the very real sense that there is something that you've avoided, like magically, <laughs> like especially with your like innate like 
um, sense for these things, you're like, oh, this is this is a little bit more than just a little chicken. Uh, Orin, it's your turn. Right, okay. Uh, so there's a little chicken. Is it, like, right in front of me? How, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically it's attacking. flapping up in, in Juna's face. Okay, am I, like, directly in contact with it, or am I a little Yeah, bit I'd say like... the three of you are within five feet of each other. Um, so, yeah, it's within five feet of you. In that case, I think if it's within five feet of me, what am I going to do? I'm just going to... I'm going to... I'm going to pull the the hammer that that he's got hanging off his belt. What? Um, it's just like a little hammer. <laughs> it doesn't oh, look much. Okay. <laughs> and he's just going to try and hit the chicken with a hammer. Cool. <laughs> I love uh, that so much. 18. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> it's going to do a whole 1d4 plus 2 damage. Nice. I rolled a 1. Oh. <laughs> 3 damage with his little hammer. He's just like... <laughs> Level What's one? going on? Amazing. So yeah, like <laughs> you two are probably getting the impression that this is not a man who has sort of seen a lot of like combat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, like you, you you try and like you drop your stone for a moment, so like at least you've got like both hands on your hammer, and as you like sort of swing it, really hoping that you're not gonna hit Judah, you just like crack into the back of this of this cockatrice, which like flatters onto the floor uh, and turns its attention toward you. Uh Juna. Okay, it's okay, now no, that's your bad. Turn. <laughs> Um, I think I am going to... Oh, it's a bit of a magic cockatrice, is it now? I think I'm going to chill touch again. Mm. I feel like mm. I feel like she's she's got the chill touch on the go. Mm-hmm. So, 18 to hit? Yeah, um, aren't you... Have you stepped back first? Because you're within five feet of it. So it being a ranged spell attack, it would be a disadvantage. Oh. Unless oh you no. like in, move away. No, no. In that case, I'm going to do what I was going to do, but I couldn't do because I wasn't near it. Mm. Um, I'm going to word of radiance mm. it. Um, and I'm going to just look it in the eye and say, Chicken! <laughs> <laughs> Cool. What does what does it do? <laughs> what does that so, I feel like I take a point of damage. So it's alright. It's creatures of my choice, um, and you. So you have to do a saving throw, Constitution cool. saving throw, please. Constitution. I rolled a nine altogether. Uh, no, no, that you did not succeed. Uh, you take one d6 radiant. Take one point of damage. (laughs) We are rolling so well for the damage. (laughs) Is that the third one we've rolled for damage? My my first damage was eight out of eight, so it better even up. You've taken taken all the good rolls. Every every roll I've done has been amazing Mm. or terrible. Every single roll. Are you going to move away at all? Are you just going to stay? I am going to... If I move away, I'm disengaging, though, aren't I? Yeah, it might get might attack, an attack against you. Yeah, I'm just going to stay there. Cool. Um, which and case, listen to the reverberations of the word chicken. <laughs> Echo around out. between all of these. Like, Echo yeah. around. Radiant chicken. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you do. It's your turn. Seeing that my um, my previous attack was like puny and it didn't hit it, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and style it out by trying to run around to its side, but still keeping the distance, mm-hmm. trying to like uh, flank it yeah. um, and that <laughs> sort of thing. 
Um, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast it again. Uh, amazing. Are you going to stay... So again, with Eldritch Blast, it's a, a ranged thing, so you're going to have to step away from it to... Oh, right. Well, actually, but then if you're flanking, it? it's with advantage, isn't it? So it would just be a straight roll. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore me. Continue. <laughs> okay. So straight straight roll. Uh, so that's a 14. 14 hits. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is nine points this time. Nine points. That's much better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, this thing is not happy and again it's like it turns it's like this green blast like surrounds it um, and it's like little eyes turn up and look at you like they're like angry but they're sort of worried and scared and there's like a, a yeah. weird ref- glassy reflection on them uh, as you yeah. blast green Eldritch energy into its face cool he breathes a sigh he breathes a sigh of release and just kind of flourishes with his sword to make <laughs> stronger than he actually feels like, oh gosh, okay, here we go. Um, so as you were the last person to attack it, it's going to it's gonna go for you, Enkidu, um, and it rolls a dirty 20 altogether. Well, that hits. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it only does three points of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's three oh. points of piercing damage as it like runs at you and just starts like pecking at your your like as you're like waving this sword around <laughs> in its face, like dodges under, like just like gets at your foot, uh, like right into yeah. right into your ankle. Um, oh. And can you make a, th- uh, a constitution saving throw, please? Um, that's an that's an eight. An eight. Um, so like this thing it must have just gotten you like right through the right through the shoes wrong um, as like you take this three points of piercing damage and then you just feel your whole leg seize up right um, and it uh, you really can't move your leg like your foot at all uh, and that feeling starts edging its way up your leg to your knee which suddenly oh, then becomes no. locked <laughs> Um, oh, no. Can, can we see of... this happen or is that just him feeling yeah, it yeah no in the light everyone looking down can just see like his, uh, his just trousers and his leg uh, just slowly turning to stone on the bottom. <laughs> okay, this is really not good. Um, yeah, so Held. technically you are restrained, uh, which means that your speed is zero. Um, attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. And mm. you've also got disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're not fully stoned just yet, though. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so it's, it's launched itself and it's just like clamped onto his foot. Uh, Orin, it's your turn. Uh, it's probably moved uh, five feet away from you now, Orin, um, as in Kido's. Okay, sort of so moved it's not around. in direct combat with me. No. Okay, in which case, um, Orin's going to reach into his. He's going to feel around on his body and he's going to pull out what looks like a little like welding torch from his uh, from one of his little pouches upon his person and just to like quickly adjust his welding torch with, with his tinker's tools in his in his other hand and then he's gonna fire uh, fire it towards uh, the chicken this is a firebolt <laughs> technically amazing what <laughs> uh, cool make your attack oh terrible 11 11 11 hits <gasps> oh my god just just right yeah okay I did amazing. not think that was gonna hit uh, it's 1d10 fire damage. Uh, that's going to be four. Four fire damage. Um, it looks pretty crispy, I'll be honest. Um, oh, I only added two there. Um, yeah, no, it, it's looking actually really rough from the way that like all of this magical energy has blasted it. And as you like, yeah, you get your welding torch out. First of all, again, like the entire room is lit up with this like beautiful like amber firelight. Um, mm-hmm. And like this little chicken almost catches on this little chicken. 
cockatrice. It's horrible. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it like it almost catches on fire to the point that it is like panicking. Like its little wings are just like smoking away mm. as you're like Shh. welding it, yeah. welding it, <laughs> welding <place>. it. <laughs> mm. um, I don't like this thing. I'm just, can I just back up, sort of five foot from it yeah. further as well? Absolutely. Just, just being like, well, okay. Uh, and Junior, it's now your turn. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another another word of radiance. Mm-hmm. This time, I'm going to look it in the eye and say, Cockatrice! Cool. Uh, do I make a saving throw? It is a saving throw, yes. Saving throw... Uh, constitution? It is, yes, yeah, sorry, Constitution. Constitution, yeah. that's a 13. Nope. Nope. Uh, do your damage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Five. Five. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, this little poor little cockatrice, as you shout, it's like true form. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it just looks at you, and its little head just starts shaking as with the reverberation of this word. Um, and it mm. almost like the little radiant energy starts like, especially from where um, Orin just set it on fire, like just starts spiraling along its body, and then its little head just like just explodes. Whoa! Oh gosh! Yeah. Its little body just collapses at Enkidu's feet. Um, oh. Enkidu, though, can you make uh, another saving throw, please? Uh, what's that? This is a constitution saving throw. Cool. Uh, that's an 18. 18. So you are like, you're panicking, but you just you just have a moment. You're like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, and just like through sheer, sheer will, uh, you're like, you're just watching this like stoneness Stone petrification edge up your leg and you yeah, just like yeah. as you like push it back with your mind it just starts easing its way back down again uh, and like then <sighs> as it gets past your knee it starts like fading in patches uh, until you can lift your leg give it a good shake uh, and yeah. you are you're fine oh good okay Ooh, thank you, god <laughs> you feeling alright there Enkidu yeah. yeah yeah that was gotta say that did that did Shit me up a bit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, me too, oh. Enkidu. It was what? that was not a nice creature. No, it wasn't. It was not a nice what? creature at all. What, though, what did you can call I it? ask though? What was before it came over? You said screeched something. What? What? What was that? What you were don't you need to worry about that. It was not very helpful, and uh, I'm very sorry. There's nothing to be sorry for. I'm sure. Well, is is anyone hurt? Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I, I seem to have got away without a scratch there. My my okay. my shoulder's a bit bust up here, but I'll be all right. It'll be okay. Do you want me to look at that for you? Uh, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. I mean, yeah. If I think she then goes. And I kind of look at Orin and like raise an eyebrow, like, mm, <laughs> like yeah. what's I the mean, deal? <laughs> uh, I can I go and of, deal with that sitch. Um, I kind of awkwardly go over, like tentatively, like I have no idea what she's going to pull, and I kind of just put my hands on her shoulder and ask her, "Okay, you need to tell me exactly what's wrong with your shoulder before I do anything." She sort of looks over her shoulder, like. Mistake. Oh, oh man! <laughs> I got. I, I got bit, just I got bit on my shoulder. I got bit. 
You got bit. All right, I'll have a look as best I can. All right, can you bring some light over? Yeah, of course. Um, tell you what, I'll go and find another stone, rub a little bit of phosphorus on it, and I'll mm. just pass it over to Enkidu. So you've got your own. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I kind of just look at the wound. Like, what do I DM? Like, is it how bad is it? Um, like, it's not do terrible. About it? Uh, I think it was, it was only three points yeah. of damage. So there's just a lot of like, yeah. like fairly deep scratches but like there's there's they're not like pouring with blood they've just got like a it's more like surface level um oh. at the same time of course she is an old woman so even surface level <laughs> things you're a bit like oh like is she is, yeah, is yeah. this is this gonna be the thing that kills her um oh, no. yeah like uh like she seems to be shrugging it off as much as she can like as you touch it there is a little bit of wincing like it's still quite sore yeah yeah um yeah but yeah, no, it's just a little bit of like a puncture mark either side of her and then some scratches down sure. her chest. My friend, I think you'll be okay. Uh, I mean, there is some blood. It's not deep. Uh, once we get out of here, we'll be able to find whatever herbs and leaves and treat that properly. But all the useful stuff we could use to treat that is taken. So yeah, well, yeah, well, thank, Sorry, you. I can't do much. thank you very Taking much everything. for your concern. Thank you. It's very kind yeah. of you. Sure. Um, Oren's gonna reach around to his into his little bag and find a little um, a little sort of metal canister, and he's just gonna take the lid off, and just sort of bring it over towards Juna, and just sort of place the canister on on the wound, and he watches kind of like a couple of little bees crawl out from the from the canister, but they're sort of mechanical rather than <gasps> live bees. So cool. Oh. Um, and they're they're gonna go to work, and they're gonna they're gonna attempt to to stitch stitch it up. My little cure wounds bees. Nice. Which is going to be that's gonna give you ten points of healing back. <laughs> Think I'm gonna be okay. There you go. And I'll just shoo them back into the little canister. And pop the lid back that on is yeah. awesome. It's very yeah. cool. And Kiddo kind of just narrows his eyes and just like watches and is like, huh. And he kind of just like makes a mental note, like, right, he's handy with items. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Juna turns to Enkidu and she says, well, and what about your leg? Is your leg all right? Uh, nothing I haven't had before. I'll, I'll be okay. Right. And he's, he's perfectly healed, right? Yeah. Mm, well, no, he, he took three yeah. points of no. damage, but um, he's not, it's not stoically petrified oh, at all. Oh, no. Hang on, I don't recover hit points from a cursed monster if I didn't kill it, do I? If the cursed target dies, I regain hit points equal to my warlock level plus charisma modifier. So that's uh, four points of healing. I'm back up to four. Yeah, in which yeah. case, yeah, you look you look down and like it's almost as if he hadn't been bitten at all. Yeah, oh, and I'm kind nice. of like, I really need to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so <sighs> looking around the space, um, as you sort of edge your way in, yeah, it's very obvious that the uh, the four uh, sort of humanoid beings um, are statues of people. And it you can figure out very, very easily that clearly this, this cockatrice had bitten them. And the same thing that was happening to Enkidu, unfortunately, uh... went fully on all of those. Uh, some of them, as you, you sort mm-hmm. of look around... Um, They've been pecked at a little bit. So like they're missing their hands. They're missing like like little bits mm. of like 
their knee, part of their stomach, you know, where this this little chicken, you can imagine, was probably eating them, <laughs> eating them as rocks. Okay. Oh, as rocks? So, like, oh. the rocks have crumbled? Yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah. Turn them into stone so and dead. then <laughs> using it as food. Um, um, oh, my gosh, they're dead. If anyone wants to sort of do a deeper explo- uh, exploration of the little little chamber, though, make an investigation check. I wouldn't mind having uh, a look around. Yeah, sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, 24. Wow. Seven minus, oh, seven minus one, six. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Enkidu, you get I'm a little bit. I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Enkidu, you get a little bit more distracted with like looking at one, uh, one of the statues who does look quite similar to yourself. So you're like, oh, oh. this could have been me. Like, uh, um, <laughs> but Oren, um, as you sort of move further so to the other end of the, the chamber, um, where the cockatrice had started in that little circle of rocks, you see that there are a few sort of mottled eggs sort of nestled in amongst the rocks themselves. They look quite jagged, uh, which almost disguises them, but with that investigation check, like, you can tell quite easily that those are not rocks in the same way. We've all seen aliens, right? We all know what that <laughs> means. Yeah. Um, again, so... they're probably a little bit, just a little bit bigger than chicken eggs. <laughs> So this thing looks like it's laid some eggs. So I'm trying to decide whether we should take them or just stand on them. Any votes? Um, right. I, I cast Mage Hand um, on the eggs mm-hmm. and I, I chuck it straight in the air. Amazing. And just wait and just uh, step so back. So yeah, you, you grab one of them. Not one for democracy, though. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Mage Hand, Enkidu, what does that look like? Oh, wow. That's a good question. <laughs> describe a hand right? and th- describe the hand I'm like oh gosh um, instantly I'm thinking of Mickey Mouse's hand, hand <laughs> which is ridiculous <laughs> but um, it's it's scaled it's scaled uh, like um, yeah and it's got long fingernails mm. and, and the scales are like a metallic blue red and the colours like change the further up from the fingers up to the hand as it goes so it's kind of like a grey at the fingertips and it's blue then it's red and it's orange and then around the wrist because that's I guess that's where it ends it's, it's purple and it's kind of like kind of, kind of, it's kind of frilled nice um, cool so this thing sort of appears above the especially Orin as you're looking at the eggs like this this multicoloured hand just appears above them grabs one just chucks one in the air um, and, and Kidu like obviously as you've like chosen to do this you watch as the egg just shatters on the floor and there is there is a very small chick inside of it dead from the impact uh but like all of that like uh, ooze and gunk uh, and the yolk from the egg just completely shatters hmm good i was worried that the the eggs would be tougher than that so uh, how many more left have a look in the nest (laughs) there's just there's two more there's two more. I, I mean, do we want to take one just just in case? I don't know. It's... What on earth would you do with it? Um, well, I see, find out about it. I'm kind of down with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna take it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It might be a stupid idea. I'm willing. I'm willing to be argued out of it. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it might be a bad plan, but I'm kind of. I'm kind of curious. Do you know what, well, young man? I tend to agree with you. And then I think I smash one and say, 
maybe just one though. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I think, I think two is too many to handle. Okay, can yeah, I exactly. go and pick one up yeah. carefully? Yeah. Uh, Arin, you're now the proud owner of a cockatrice egg. I'm going to find a little pouch somewhere and just carefully stow it away. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Cool. Um, but I, I, have, I have taken an egg on a baby David D&D campaign before and oh no, yeah. once it ended terribly and once it ended good. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to note to self, going to check status of egg. <laughs> regular. Yeah. Regular. regular. Yeah. So there's actually, there's nothing else in this room apart from these four four statues. Four, un- un- poor, four unfortunate trespassers or whether or not they'd like fallen into the same ploy that you all you all did. Um, it's hard to say. They clearly they, look like travellers. Are they travelers. anyone that any of us recognise? Like, no. Or just randomers? Just randomers. Um, mm. Yeah, you, like from the way a couple of them are standing, almost reaching out to each other, you think that they might have known each other or at least have been travelling like mm. you three are, like through these caves together. Ultimately, they're, they're, just, they're just poor dead stone travellers. Um, and there's I nothing think else maybe in it's there. time to go down the mushroom corridor, isn't it? I think so. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Grace here again. You may remember me from the very top of the episode, before we started getting into all the good stuff. You'll meet me as a player next time, but for now, this is the part of the show where I say a quick hey and share any updates on what's going on with us. I hope you're enjoying listening to this episode of No Small Roles as much as I am. I can tell you now that I am absolutely obsessed with Orin's mechanical bees. And if you are equally as buzzed, or if you just want to send some more bad puns our way, then you can get in touch with us via social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at No Small Roles, and on Facebook, simply search No Small Roles to find our page. We spell rolls R-O-L-L-S, as in rolling a dice. We'd love for you to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel like leaving us a positive review and or rating on iTunes, we would really, really appreciate it. That's all from me for now. Time to get you back to that cave. Yeah, so you, yeah, you head, your, head on out, um, having gained a cockatrice egg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you get back to the um, the sort of four-way chamber, uh, move along the wall a little bit toward the, the mushroom uh, corridor. And as you sort of head down that way, the the sort of the vibrance of the mushrooms, especially in your with your little stone light, um, begins to pick up some colour. Um, right. Like they're not just they're not just little grey mushrooms. Some of them like sort of little brownie type of a thing. Some of them start almost having little violet violet little flowers on top which is quite nice okay um, and sort of like they're, they're all still quite small there's nothing that, hardly anything in, in the actual path of it either you're not like treading on loads of them um, all up the walls can, um, can I you, can you, I check if they're magic mushrooms oh sorry sorry I totally interrupted yeah no absolutely no 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 go for it uh, make a make a nature check for magic mushrooms six <laughs> six I don't know, maybe uh, maybe your life. <laughs> yeah. Um like they they don't seem to be moving. Not my bag. Or anything like that. Um they're not particularly glowing or they're just they're just sort of violet, purpley. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. As you sort of 
come round uh, quite a wide bend. Uh, again, the, the space opens out into another chamber. Uh, this one is almost completely filled with the mushrooms as well. Yeah, like almost right the way across the floor. And interestingly, right. you can almost see in the flooring where somebody might have walked previously. There are some like crushed mushrooms. Mm. And there's nothing. Where, where do those footsteps Just go? Just into the middle of the mushroom patch. Right, okay, these footsteps head in, into the middle. And they're not coming back out again? or uh, Make a survival check. It's quite hard to, hard to say. Six. Six. No, it's, there is, mm. there is like, it's quite possible that they've walked in, turned around and walked back again. You can just see like where some mushrooms are sort of grown up much shorter than the others. So there are some bigger ones and they're like little pathways of smaller mm. mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Do they look like they could be footsteps by the woman, the copperhead woman? They, they look about human size. Yeah. Like she wasn't yeah. particularly sort of big human. She was maybe like five four, five five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's quite it's, it's it's quite possible that it was it looks human sized path or humanoid sized path cool. at least. My friends, I think these are these are the only clues we have to go on in this room. So should we should we follow the follow, follow the footsteps to the middle and see? I think if we should. Yeah, there? yeah, I'm up for that. Uh, okay, that's uh, my okay, call to leave. stuff. Walking. <laughs> so you um you start heading along the uh, sort of the little where you you, you assume somebody has sort of walked before. Um, who's leading the way? I think Juno. Um, <laughs> Juno. It turns out Juno's quite walky offy. Yeah. Yeah. With the two um, of us so Juno, as you're sort like, of <laughs> walking along, especially with your stick, like sort of like maybe swinging it a little bit as you go, you do reach uh, like a little lump on the ground, like with the mushrooms mm-hmm. sort of rise up a bit. Um, yeah. You give it a little poke, um, sort of scrape some of the mushrooms away with your stick, uh, and there is uh, like a foot, like the bottom of someone's shoe. Okay. Huh. Um, can I poke to see if the shoe is attached? Like it is attached to a foot. It's not just a shoe. It is attached to a foot. And as you sort of like poke uh, poke a bit more, uh, it's also attached to a leg. Um, oh. Or maybe the remains of a leg. Can I keep batting mushrooms to see where it goes? Yeah. Um, and as you sort of, as far as you can reach, you can sort of like you outline a body lying in amongst all the mushrooms in front of you. Looking do, do, dead, do, I'm Very what? dead. Yeah. Looking what very dead. Mushrooms there's there's mushrooms the growing all over it. Like sort of decomposed. Yeah. Can we tell what kind of body it is or is it just a mushroom infested body? It's really quite hard. Humanoid. You can sort of, as you poke, you, you can like sort of outline like a bent arm, like another one outstretched. Yeah, it's 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 quite heavily decomposed. This one. I nice. think that we maybe should leave this place. Yeah, this feels this feels this like a really bad place to be. What we were trying to do in the first place. Yeah. Hmm. Make, make <sighs> a very quick investigation check, Juna, as you're like poking this body. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Um. So as you're sort of like you poke down one of the sides, your your little stick does actually hook into like a little side satchel that the this this poor person um, has on, and like you lift that up fairly easily, and that's that's actually not that decomposed. The bag. Um, I pick mm. up the bag. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I like hook it um, around my stick yeah. and be like, "Oh, boys, look." Yeah, I'd I'd be really careful about touching anything with your hands. Is just what I'm thinking here. Shall we leave uh, it, or shall no, we? No, I mean I think it? we should have a look. You're, you can open it right over there. 
can she try to uh like sort of put it on the floor and like poke it with her stick and you know like when you like put a stick on something and then like try and like move the stick that way and try and like prize it open with the stick <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah so um inside this tiny tiny pouch really you um you pull out a, a, again a little coin purse so if you, you nudge that along um and you're like sort of as you like poke it a little bit like it jangles so you're like i think that's definitely coins um and then the only really the only other thing of interest in the bag is a sealed letter um it looks fair it's just like a folded piece of paper with like a little wax seal on one side um a little bit Mm -hmm. a little bit degraded because of the mushrooms um and because of the general decomposition of the body um yeah but otherwise uh it seems intact this the wax seal hasn't broken Mm -hmm. um Oh my and God. On I want to open that letter one, so much. <laughs> on one side of the um, letter, uh, it's addressed to Dr. Ardison Hograd of Tillersham. Please may you say that one more time, DM. Yeah, it's addressed to Dr. Ardison <laughs> Hograd of Tillersham. Hograd, not Hograd. Tiller- what? Hang on. Ardison Hograd. Dr. Ardison Hograd of Tillersham. Have any of us ever heard of Ardashad Yeah. I don't think so. None of you have been to Tillersham yet. So. No. I I, I can't imagine I've ever heard of this. No way. Oh, right. Okay. A letter. Uh, Should we. No. You, you, you go first, young man. I was just going to say, is it going to be safer if we do this, like, without touching it, if you know what I mean? Um, I I cast Mage Hand again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like kind of pick it up so it's a good 10 feet away from us and kind of just like you know the weird thing where you do like oh it's only one hand so i kind of just finger like do you, do you want a hand crossing over and just that, well ha 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 you have jokes right <laughs> and he kind of just tries to open I, it with the one i hand. think juna loses her shit a bit over that joke <laughs> like she sort of has to balance herself on her stick to sort of regain composure mm. after the joke <laughs> Yeah, and Kindu's trying not to show that that joke really pissed him off. <laughs> He's like, yeah. "I've got, I've, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it." Fine. Um, like, so yeah. yeah, like there's a, there's a little bit of fumbling in the air with this thing, but like as you're you're trying to get used to into to using your mage hand dexterously, um, but eventually, yeah, you get it open, and maybe with a little bit of like Juna's help of like holding one edge of it whilst the hand opens the rest, um, mm-hmm. the hand then picks it up uh, for all of you to read. Um, and it just says, uh, Dear Ardison, I hope this letter finds you well, though I fear its contents may not lighten your heart. I regret to inform you of the death of your brother, Kiris, as a result of injuries after falling from his horse. A service will be held for him this coming shroud, should you wish to attend. I know you are not on the best of terms, but you will always be welcome. I hope you can join us. Hmm. Yours, Merida. Damn. <sighs> well... I was, I was heading in this direction loosely before I came to this cave. So maybe this is saying too much too soon, but I'd like to find, um, I think I'd like to go find Merida once I get out of this cave. I mean, she'd want to know what happens to Odyssey once he, he doesn't show up for his own brother's funeral. Maybe he already didn't. Yeah, we don't know how long he's been here. Do we know um, this coming shroud? Do we know what... Is that a date? 
Uh, so, um, yeah, one of the uh, the four gods is the Shrouded Lady, and she's the one in charge of life and death and blah, blah, blah. Um, so every week, okay. one of the days of the week is sort of colloquially known as the Shroud, and that's the day that most funeral oh, services okay. are held. So it's kind of like saying the funeral's it's, on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, we've got no idea which Shroud. Well, we should know. It's, it's a calendar. It's a calendar date. Was there a date so in the letter or did it just say this There's coming, no this date. coming it shroud? It just says this coming shroud, but a shroud happens every week. Yeah. So we, it, it, he could have been lying here for years or he could have been lying here for days. Can, so yeah. we might not be can too we late. Tell, but... Can we tell from his level of decomposition, any of us, like how long he's been there? Make a uh, medicine check for that. All of us. Mm, just just Juno. Oh, good. Or maybe Juno. natural one. <laughs> Um, I'll give Juno advantage if you're all having a very quick look, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you gave us advantage because my second roll was a natural twenty. Yay! Natural twenty from a natural one to a natural twenty. Um, Vicky, yep. can I? Can I? Sorry, sorry, DM. Can I just say that I love that <laughs> any one of us can roll the dice off camera and then. Vicky, you're an honest, 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 wonderful person. Sure and old. I don't doubt for a second it was a 20. But the fact that you pick it up and show the camera his number. Also, I know that I, I could have rolled an 8 and just like changed it round to a 20. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I completely trust your honesty, but I'm just wondering why it was hilarious. Um. <laughs> So, Sorry, David. No, that's all right. Looking at the body, it actually looks in quite a uh, quite an advanced state of decomposition. It's not necessarily like bones yet, but as you're sort of poking it, where the mushrooms especially have like like uh, embo- embodied embodied embedded themselves into the the, the flesh of this poor mm-hmm. this poor person. Um, yeah, it really has like almost they've drained a lot of the nutrients out. Um, which especially as right. you're, um, he's been dead a while. Mm, it's hard to say. Um, who's okay. what's what's everyone's passive perception like? Uh, Twelve, thirteen, eleven. Uh, what was yours, Orin? Twelve. Twelve. Um, okay. Um, none of you noticed then, um, Orin. As as the other two are just sort of examining the body a little bit, um, as you're sort of stood there, like holding the light for them, you just feel a really. Uh, it's like a little stinging, like. It's like something's latched onto your ankle. Um, and you take a sudden six points of damage. Oh. It's like you just feel something like sink in and then like it just like sucks into your foot and like it, it's really oh like painful. It's crippling. Uh, and like your knee almost buckles as it as it goes. Ow, 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 ow. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, ow. Something's got my foot. What's there? Can we I see anything on his um, As you look down, um, one of the little violet funguses that you're stood by, there's a few tendrils that have, like, eked out of it and have just slowly wrapped themselves around Orin's foot. Oh, Am oh I able gosh. to pull my foot away from it, or is it, like, holding onto my foot? Yeah, no, you can, like, pull it, and, like, it almost, like, snaps the, te- the, te- the tendrils off straight away. Um, but we're going right, to roll no, initiative wait. again. <laughs> oh, dear God! Woo! Wow. Six points of damage! Oh my gosh. Straight off the bat. Uh, oh, I'm exactly the same as last Orin, time. how bad do you look oh, for gosh. six points of damage? I mean, he looks he looks bad. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. He only has about, oh. what, eight or ten hit points total, so... so let's say that's more than half. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. So, Juno, what's your, what's your uh, initiative? Seven. 
Seven. Uh, Enkidu, what's yours? Uh, five. Oh, God. Orin, what's yours? Six. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to die. Seven. So you're Randy. actually in the exact same order that you were before, except uh, the violet oh fungus around you. We rolled five. Hey, what did Enkidu roll? What did you roll? Five. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, actually, I so Enkidu comes yeah. Yeah. after me with numbers it's great um so um suddenly like all of you like looking down at the ground you notice that there are a lot more of these tendrils almost completely surrounding you um so the violet fungus uh is gonna make one d4 oh it's only gonna make two attacks so the first one's gonna be against juna and then against enkidu uh so juna 17 does that hit you yep yep um, in which case, like, some of these tendrils suddenly, like, reach your foot, like, dig straight through your shoe and take uh, five points of necrotic damage as this same, like, sort of sucking, um, like, draining uh, sensation, like, pulses through your leg. Uh, and Kidu um, only rolled a nine to hit you. Uh, so I'm assuming that's Miss. Fine. So these uh, these tentacles, uh, like, little tendrily things, they come out and they, like... You've already had things attack your feet today, so you just start stamping on them, um, and they don't manage to land. Uh, Juna, it's your turn. Oh, dear God. I'm going to... just don't want anyone to die. <laughs> yeah, I really don't want anyone to die. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd say from like roughly how far you travelled into the little mushroom field, you're probably about 40 feet in. Uh, from the from the entrance that you came in, and and from where you're standing, you can see again. This is an enclosed chamber. What do you mean? As in, there's only the we one way in and out. Further. Okay, you so, can, but uh, it's there's nothing. There's no other path okay. out apart from the way you came in. I'm, am I next to Orin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sort of imagining you and Enkidu next to each other, and Orin stood behind the two of you. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, put my hands on Orin's shoulders. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For the benefit of the podcast, my hands are held quite high, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm not that it's... tall, to be honest. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm three foot. <laughs> yeah, I'm only five foot. So ah, okay. So there. Actually, no. I put one hand on because I got my stick, um, and I say it's going to be all right. Uh, and I cast on like I cast cure wounds. Like amazing. Thank God. Through, through, through touching his shoulder and looking into his eyes, if that's okay. I think that's her style. Um, and so you get uh, 1d8 plus your spell casting. Of, no, plus my spell casting. So do I have to roll his? What he gets yeah, down? you roll that, Gina. I roll it for you. You can have um, eight points, hit points back. Amazing. Amazing. Um, and then I am. Um, I can't. It's mutual healing. I can't. I can't dash, can I? Because I've done an action. Not as an action, but you can still move out of... I'm going to move 25 feet, which is as far as I can move towards being out of the mushrooms. Cool, yep. So, yeah, you push past Orin and, like... Um, it's, it's it's not necessarily difficult terrain, but there is a little bit of like stamping along mushrooms as you're running. And yeah, the whole time that you're running out, you do realise that the entire little field is almost writhing suddenly at all of the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Orin's turn. Okay, um, seeing Juno starting to head for the door, I'm going to go, I think that's something that's the right idea here. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I'm going to I'm gonna head, I'm, I'm not going to dash, I'm going to head to where she is, I think. Just to get mm-hmm. sort of 
protectively not too far from her. Also, I'm not I'm, looking... I'm under half hit point, so I'm also not looking great. Just so you know. <laughs> just throwing that out I'm there. just, like, hobbling along. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna leave her. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take 25 foot of movement to move up to her. Yep, amazing. And then let's. I mean, are there things near us that I can kind of almost almost get my welding completely torch surrounding you? Yeah, there's. Uh, you're basically stood in a little field of these things. So that can I everywhere try and clear anything that looks like it might sort of get me or Junior in the next turn? Yeah, absolutely. With a, Some of the like closer, the closer tendrils as they're like eking yeah. their way along. Yeah, just being like, no, <laughs> uh, natural two. So, oh my gosh. I mean, still, I'll be honest. What it's it's only got an armor class of five. So you're just pointing. Oh right. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, eight. That's an eight. eight. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's literally mushrooms on the floor. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, two points of fire damage to the mushrooms on the floor. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like you sort of spray down again. Is it um, with? Yeah, I'm gonna get the welding torch, welding out, torch again out. So yeah, give it a quick adjust. Put it into mushroom killing mode as best I can. And just <laughs> give it a little spray around our feet. Spray down, like and yeah, you've got like a little like waft of flame, and a lot of these tendrils like instantly like like wilt up and like shrivel back, and like so yeah, the little like sort of five foot space in front of you is probably cleared enough. You're, you're, you're quite happy that's not going to attack you just yet. Um, Enkidu. How close was Orin to me? Um, he was five foot behind you, so now he's probably he's still actually only about 30 foot away, 25, 30 foot away. So if I go backwards 10 feet, I'll be mm. within melee range of it, right? No, you, t- you probably have to travel 30 feet to, to get to Orin. Oh, not to Orin, to the fucking 10... Oh, they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh, I'm just gonna run to the. I'm just gonna run to the door. <laughs> everywhere you look uh, under your feet, there's just more of them. Uh, there's more of them everywhere. I'm just gonna run to the door. Uh, mm-hmm. Join them. Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you gonna yeah, dash? Because yeah. the others have, have gotten about sort of 25 feet away, uh, and they're still okay. in the field. Are you gonna run right the way past them? Are you gonna like join them? Yeah, I'll, I'll run past. I'll run past them. Yeah. I said, look, I can back you up from here if they catch up to you. Cool, cool. <laughs> I don't think I'm moving. Well, the tendrils, like, like, you don't know. Like, it, it, still, it still managed to grab your foot. Like, you don't know. With um, with a, a dash action, you're right the way out of the uh, out of the field. So you, you just, like, help past, being like, oh, I'll, I'll help like, you from up <laughs> here. Um, no, yeah, stamping on the... mushrooms as you go. Like, anything you're wriggling that you think you see, you're just like, ugh. Um... There is a little bit of like running into the darkness, uh, but as it's been a fairly straight path out, Enkidu, you're fairly like safe and secure that you're not going to run straight into a wall. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> then it's their turn. Um, oh, only two again. Uh, so yeah, two of these little tendrils uh, come out and attack one to Juno, one to Orin. Juno, six. Does that hit you? No. And Orin, uh, 14, does that hit you? Yeah, that does, yeah. Oh, no. 14. Um, so that is another five points of necrotic damage as um, more of these tendrils, like, you you've cleared the path ahead, time. perhaps, but those behind you suddenly, like, reek up around the other yeah. foot this time. Um, and, yeah, it's just that, like, it's almost like the other knee buckles as, like, this thing tries pulling you down. Uh, it is Juno's turn. His less good leg. Too. How far am I from the entrance that we came in? Probably about um, fifteen feet. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna 
squeeze Orin's hand and then walk towards the door. So, like, as L- you... Not the door, like, the step, entrance. The entrance, yeah. Yeah. Um, as you're, like, out of the the field, like, obviously, you've still got that, the, the pathway that led you into this chamber. All of those mushrooms, you realise, aren't moving at all. Uh, they're almost, like, younger versions mm. of the fields that you've found. Um, so you're quite secure mm. where you are, but that does leave Orin alone in the... What are you doing? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to stay and fight. I can take... No. Can I'm going to... Days of glory. Pegging it for the for the the way out as well, please. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, as soon as you're, like, off of that carpet of, of, of violet fungus, you're, you feel quite safe. Panicked. And your, your legs, like, they just feel really tired, essentially. Like, there's yeah. that, like, that weariness. That it's almost as if you've walked 100 miles and you just need to put them up and rest them. I think it's probably time we found our way out now, boys. Uh, yeah, we've had enough yeah, fun for one day. Yeah, this is fun, is it? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm all yeah, for. I'm all for leaving. Leave. Yeah, definitely. So you you hop all your way uh, back toward that chamber where there's uh, four, four sort of four routes. Um, just. You've sort of Let's go down the boring somebody, one this time. Yeah, can somebody make a survival check just to just so you're not too disorientated about like coming in and out of these routes? <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a go. I'll I'll give it yeah, a go. go on, go on. Orin. Go on, Orin. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Uh, Fourteen. Yay! Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, that's that's absolutely <laughs> fine. So, um, yeah, you like remembering that the the mushrooms was to the left, the the, the cockatrice <laughs> was straight ahead, then. You, you now essentially have to cross the little chamber and head straight out. And as you're, you start winding down this, this third path for yourselves, probably about 10, 15 minutes after like edging down it, like the air does start to feel a little bit fresher. Um, and then oh. after another few moments, um, you sort of you, you notice a little bit of light coming from sort of mm-hmm. further around another bend. Um, and there's another little fork, but it's quite obvious that one leads to darkness and the other one is almost leading to a way out. So you take that one. Um, and as you're walking around, right. you notice... I'm, assu- I'm assuming, ent- boys, that we don't want to go down that one. No, I don't yeah. I don't want to go down that yeah. one. If you two want to go down that one, that's your business no. and I shall say no. goodbye and nice knowing <laughs> you and carry on out. But I'm going out. And uh, again, it's maybe another sort of five minutes um, of walking and you come around a corner and you see the entrance of the cave. However, at the entrance of the cave uh, is the copper-haired woman. Uh, and she's just like, oh, thank you so much for helping me. And she's talking to a, a big, burly, half-orc, heavily armoured guy. Um, he's like his hair in a little top knot. Uh, so he's got big tusks. And she's like, I'm sure my wife will just be uh, ever so grateful for you to have found her. And I, shout, I shout out, I'm like, hey, 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 you, don't fall for it. She's she's a tricksy one she is. Don't don't follow her. Run, run for your life. She instantly, like, she turns and you can just even in her silhouette, you see a bit of panic in her face. And she's like, uh, these ruffians, they, they they must have done something to my wife. Uh, oh kind sir. Oh, oh please. Oh help her. They they probably they probably killed oh, oh. And I this, don't think so. This half orc paladin, he steps forward, he's like don't worry, madam. I will protect you. Um, uh, I've been hoping to deal with some ruffians all day. <laughs> stand back, lady. Stand back. And he pulls out a massive greatsword, uh, and like he like 
buttons himself down and he's almost got that like arrogance of like I'm I'm just gonna show off here like these people they look nothing and this poor woman she like sort of stands behind him shoots you a look of panic and just turns and starts running into the forest herself the half orc he turns around he's like don't worry madam I'll, don't ah, I'll deal with this come on then come on show me what you've got you utter scoundrels you put that away Put it down. Can I, can I, before she runs off into the forest, can I, mm-hmm. like, grab her with my catapult spell and send her flying just enough into the air to stop her from running, but not enough to really seriously injure her, but enough <laughs> so that she how, ain't running anywhere, please? How much um, weight can the catapult spell catapult? Oh, so if we can catapult geez. a person, I'm definitely letting you do oh, that. Oh, is she too heavy? <laughs> Oh yeah, There's probably, she's probably too heavy. But having used it before, you'd know roughly how much you could do. So you're more than welcome to catapult something at her as she runs. What's right. around for me to catapult? At her, oh, please? there's loads of rocks and things. There's yeah, I'm gonna catapult there's... a rock at her. My aim isn't to kill her, but I don't mm-hmm. like her. So I, what I would like to do is almost like scoop her just up under the bum, so she almost mm-hmm. like lands on her bum. So yeah, you do. You manage to catch her like just in the back of the thigh. Um, and like so she like yelps as she's running away and like stumbles and you do see her like trip and fall into the forest and can I can I follow this up by saying to the he's half orc guy right Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to him in orcish and say oh do not trust this woman we've been in here we've nearly died today this is orc how orcs speak in my head orc orc accent I love it no it's like we, we trusted her and we've only just escaped. We only met each other today and the only reason that we're friends is that she trapped us in there and we've been trying to get out. Would you Would yeah. you go against the advice of an old woman, huh, you young make a, scallywag? Make a persuasion check. Why, of course. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Um, he sort of looks at you, he's like, he replies in common so that he can, like, perform it, the group. He's like, mm. why would I trust somebody who throws rocks at poor women who've lost their wives? You utter scoundrels! <laughs> madam, are you okay? Madam, madam, hello? <laughs> no. Well, face uh, me, face here's me. Here's the thing. I don't mind hacking you I'd, all I'd, at once, but I would prefer it if it was one at a time. Wait, no one's firing anyone. Um, I tried it. No, no. I, I try to um, kind of, like... I switch my accent to like kind of kind of street talk because I've I've grew up I grew no because I grew I grew up around orcs a lot of orcs nice right. yo mate yo yo bro listen mate like this performance <laughs> is is kind of it's kind of crap it's 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 not working mate um I'm sure there are more worthy causes for you to like shine your you know shine your little paladin shield and saw that you freshly got off the black market down in Dram but like mate it's not working here we're in a cave in the middle of bloody nowhere you're not. You're not going to do anything. No one's going to know that you've done this. So why don't you just, you know, pop your sword, walk I will off, know, find something more I will know very fun. well that I, I rescued a poor woman and her puppy. She's on her ass on the floor now, over there, mate. And, it, and it, he, start, he starts, like, edging forward. And, like, there is a slight, like, tentativeness in his expression. But he's like, blood waving my bloody sword at you. <laughs> Come on. <sighs> right, okay. Ikinu sighs and throws an Eldritch Blast at Amazing. All right, oh. roll initiative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was inevitable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Does that mean does that mean that he took him by surprise? Uh, no, so that'll just be um Enfidu's first attack, as it were. <laughs> oh, I roll better this time, guys. I yeah, better. me too. <laughs> oh, I didn't. So you know, Juno, what'd you get? Uh, I got a seventeen. 
Ooh. Cool. Um, and Kidu, what'd you get? Seven. Seven. Kidu's oh no. And Ori. And I'm the one who struck first. Uh, I also got a 17. 17. Oh, nice. What's your dex, Ori? Uh, 15. 15. So Gina's still higher. She's a very nimble old lady. She is. It is Juna's turn. So as you see uh, Enkidu charging up his Eldritch Blast, Juna, what are you doing? How near to this half-orc guy am I? Um, you're still probably about ten feet away. Ten feet away. Okay, from I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up to him, look him in the eye, and in orc, I'm gonna say, Jack! and cast a word of radiance. Yes. <laughs> Peaking on those sound levels. Juna's magic seems to involve shouting. <laughs> shouting in someone's this face. It's the most Vicky magic I've ever done. I've ever done this in my life. Perfect. Vicky character ever. It's I love it. So, well. so good. So he needs to do a constitution save. Constitution save. 14. My number is 14 as well. So, yep, uh, roll a 14, which just beats your saving throw. Um, and the guy. Doesn't look very impressed. It, so it does look a little bit hurt, but he's he's just like, all right then. Uh, and it's Orin's turn. I don't I don't really want to fight this guy. Um, I'm, I'm you gonna... can un, un, like I'll let you any of you use a bonus action to p- try and persuade him down. It will be with disadvantage because yeah. there has already been some aggression toward him. If you did want to try and persuade him, give it to you as a bonus action. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and spend my bonus action persuading him. I'm just gonna gonna go in orcish because everyone else has spoken orcish so why not yeah. <laughs> we'll speak orcish yeah. amazing. just go love that <laughs> alright look I don't know if I'm making an assumption that you don't actually even speak orcish but I suspect you probably do look we're not actually I don't certainly don't want to fight you I don't think any of us really want to fight you we, can we just can we just walk away uh, yeah make a persuasion with disadvantage huh Ten. Ten. He's still looking fairly angry. Well, less angry and more just like in the fight at this point, unfortunately. Um, but he, he, he looks over at you and he's like, Well, little man, um, perhaps you should have thought about that before attacking these poor people. <laughs> it is now his turn. Uh, and he is going to uh, swing his long sword at Juna. She's the one right in his face. <gasps> Uh, so 19, does that hit? Oh my gosh! Ooh. He's only, um, I said great sword earlier, but he's got a long sword in his hand. I should probably look at his character sheet before just making stuff up. Um, yeah, he's got a, a sword piece. and shield, that's what it says. Um, but he rolls 9 points of damage. Duna falls unconscious on the floor. Oh! And he just like, like, yeah. He basically, he doesn't even get her with like the blade. It's like the hilt and the handle and like just whacks her to the side almost. Uh, but almost as soon as he's done that, you could just see pure regret over him. And he's like, oh, um, uh, um, I, I was, I feel it's like, I don't, I don't normally hit old women. Um, is, oh God, is she okay? I don't think so. You just whacked her in the You've, face with a big sword. You've done it now. And he sort of just You've he just drops down next to her. But it is uh, yeah. Enkidu's turn. Like seeing Juna go down just awakens something horrible inside him, and he's just like, "You you chastised us for attacking this woman, and you doing the same thing. Are you really a paladin? You little. You're gonna get what's coming to you. I'm gonna cast 
um, wrathful smite at him. Um, so he has to make um, a wisdom saving throw and has to be a 13. Wrathful smite. It has to be a 13, did you say? Yeah. Uh, he got 11 altogether. So he fails. He is now frightened of me until the spell ends. Does he take any damage with that? No, um, but if I hit him with a melee attack, he takes an extra 1d6, which is exactly what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm going to stride right up to him, like raise Mm. my falchion, and um, I'm going to hit him. I'm just going to hit him. I I don't take to him hitting hitting, um, old ladies. <laughs> um, that was an eight. <laughs> no, it's a eight. seven. <laughs> so, oh gosh! So you walk over and it like, you like because he's not really moving much. You just sort of like whack him down on his armor. He just looks up at you like, I'm I was I'm sorry. I mean, stop it. But um, this poor woman needs help. <laughs> stop. Um, yeah. It's uh, Juno's turn. Can you make a death saving throw, please? Oh my gosh. Jesus. So, what do I have to get to You just not have be to. 10? 10 or above. 12. 12. Okay, so that's one success. Orin, it's your turn. Okay, uh, seeing my gnome companion down on the floor, Orin's going to run over. He's going to pull his little pouch out that had the bees in before. And he's just mm-hmm. going to. He's going to run up and he's going to gently just pop the. Pop the bees onto the 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 indentation left in his gnome companion by this oh my thug. Gosh. Yeah, and like this poor woman, like she's yeah, Juna's crumpled on the floor. Like there is, especially where she's like like been almost thrown against the rocks. Like there is like her head's bleeding a little bit. Like, like there's bruising already coming up down down her side and her neck. Oh no. That, oh, hello. That's going to be 11 points of healing. Nice. Oh, wow. We're all to seven. I'll happily take nine of those, but that's as much as I'm <laughs> The bees are very efficient. And uh, this half-orc, he's... Uh, this is onto his turn. He's like, oh, um, good. Um, well... And he sort of just like stands up and, and backs up a little bit with his sword out and is like, well, I hope that teaches you all a lesson. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, madam. I'm really sorry, but um, good day, good day to you. Uh, if you did, um, did, did you see a, a woman and a puppy in there? I, 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 I mean, because he's still frightened, right? I, I'd shoot an Eldritch blast at his feet, not to hit him, just to say, just get lost. Like, <laughs> just, oh, sh- uh, yes. Um, okay, okay. Um, oh gosh. Oh, oh. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just keeps just looking leave. over at Juna, just, just the backing up with the sword out Wait. still. Juna gives him zero reaction. Just, just, just before you go, you, you, you're not called Merida, are you? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, just, I love just, him. just wanted to they check. Get lost. No, uh, he does. He sort of he keeps backing up as far as he can, and then he turns around to go find the copperhead woman. He's like, Madam, Madam, I yeah, failed I wouldn't, you. I wouldn't. Uh... And sort of like runs off a little Leave. bit into the forest. There's no helping someone. When he's design. run off, Juna turns to Orin and says, "He's right though. I did learn a lesson today." And then turns to Enkidu and turns back to Orin and says, "A very valuable lesson, boys." Are you going to keep us in suspense? Oh, it was implied <laughs> that I've made two <laughs> very good friends today, 
and I'm very grateful oh. that you were with me today. And it's very nice to discover some very good young men. That was the lesson that I've learned today. It wasn't the lesson that he meant while I'm explaining. <laughs> he meant that we've learned a lesson to be scared of him, you see. But actually, the lesson that I learned was that I can trust you two young lads and that having some friends is probably quite a nice thing to have. So he was right. I did learn a lesson today, boys. Thank you. That's that's very nice. And then she I turns mean, <laughs> to these and says, and thank you too. I mean, I don't think they can understand you, to be honest, but... Um... <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and Kiryu, um, you know, he, he kneels down and says, and that's what, are you okay? Can you... Can you walk all right? I think I'll be all right. She sort of tries okay. to stand up and is a bit wobbly. Oh gosh, yeah. he he, run, he 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 rushes forward. It's like oh my gosh, like you know. But when, when she's up. up, she's a bit more like she's sort of Grandpa Joe getting out of bed in Charlie and the Chocolate <laughs> Factory to her feet. Sit right. I've also, I guess, learned that some people are tougher than they look. Yeah. Juna gives him a wink. <laughs> so you all head out of the cave a little bit. Is the copperhead woman still there or is she gone as well? No, there's no sign of her at all. Weaving your way back through the trees, you, you make it back to the road um, where it is that the woman had stopped each of you anyway. And you realise quite quickly they're actually all heading in the same direction. Well, isn't that lovely, boys? Nice. Sort of you, you almost prepare, prepare to say your goodbyes and then it's like, oh, but um, oh, we're all, we're all heading this way. And yeah, you, it's, it's probably about another half a day sort of pushing on into the evening before you reach the town of Tillisham. Lovely little town. As you sort of step out of the Lockholt, uh, Lockholt Woods, the uh, the path leads you into the town. Um, again, you don't have any food or drink with you. Uh, oh, yeah. Your healing stuff is all still gone, but at least you're alive. Yeah. That was a waste of five um, gold. But of course... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You might be able to get it back at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> But understandably, having having spent the better part of the day travelling, you're quite hungry. Um, so you make yeah. your way to the closest tavern that you can, and that's Yay! that's the Yay! the knocking point. Uh, and just outside, the the little sign is uh, like an archer with his with his bow and arrow fully drawn. And as you enter, that's where we will leave it off. Oh. have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Daryl Bailey as Enkidu and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe to us and follow us on all the social medias. Thank you so much for listening to No Small Roles and non for now. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.